0: Well, the race for Mary County Prosecutor continues to get more and more interesting as fundraising numbers are out. And actually, this person didn't do too badly uh, in the first quarter. Join us now on the news line is Cindy Caruso. Cindy uh, is the uh, Republican candidate uh, for Mary County Prosecutor. So, Cindy, thank you very much for being with us. Always good to chat with you.
1: It's always great to chat with you, Abdul. Thanks for having me on.
0: Not a problem. So help us out here. How did the fundraising work out uh, so far this year?
1: You know what? We are very pleased with the numbers uh, that we uh, ended the first reporting period with. Um, we had a lofty goal, and I worked really, really hard. The team and I worked really hard to, to meet that goal, and we not only met that goal, but we surpassed it. So uh, we're very encouraged. We know there's a long road ahead, but we are off to a really great start.
0: Uh, how much did you folks raise, uh, and who gave?
1: So we raised um, a total of $210,000, just a little over that. Um, We originally had a goal of about $200,000. So as I said before, uh, we surpassed our goal and are very excited about the fact that people in Marion County are uh, excited about our race. They're excited about my candidacy, and they're excited about the change. Um, you know, as far as who gave, we have all kinds of donations that came into the campaign, everything from low dollar amounts to some significant uh, contributors uh, to the campaign.
0: Now, obviously, uh, this is Marion County, which uh, tends to lean Democratic about 60, 40 uh, give or take. Uh, can you, are you, are you, do you think you can raise enough money to at least be somewhat competitive uh, as, we, as we get past the primary and into the general election season?
1: You know, I I do. I absolutely do. And I think that the number that we posted for our first primary, our pre-primary report, actually shows that we are competitive and that the people in Marion County are very much ready for a change.
0: Um, It's interesting because I want to say, uh, if I remember correctly, uh, the last Republican candidate for county prosecutor who raised at least that much money, or somewhat close to that, uh, was back in 2010, which I want to say was Mark Massa.
1: It was indeed, um, you know, we looked at. Some of the records um, dating back for a couple of years, and uh, Mark Massa was indeed the last candidate to raise over a hundred thousand dollars in the prim- pre-primary report. And at that time, um, his report was a hundred and twenty-four thousand. So the number we posted of two hundred and ten is, as you um, you know, can do the math exceedingly uh, well, and is an indicator we believe that uh, regardless of the politics, um, people in Marion County are willing to, um, to, to make a difference for the sake of turning this tide for the public safety crisis that is plaguing our city around.
0: Now, as I look uh, at what you raised, what uh, your opponent Ryan Mears raised, you raised more than Ryan Mears uh, in the first three months of uh, 2022. But he has more cash on hand, about about a hundred thousand dollars and some change. Uh, does that, uh, that lead to once again that that is that another indicator that you no, know, this race is going to be competitive?
1: i think it absolutely is an indicator let's not forget that when i started this race um, my announcement was january 18th i started with uh, no dollars and we've raised an impressive amount of money in less than uh, than three months so i didn't have um, money to start with uh, like my opponent did Um, and in just two and a half months, I was able to raise almost as much as what he had uh, beginning the, uh, the year in his end-of-year report, which was cash on hand 215. So that absolutely, I believe, is an indicator that this is a, going to be a competitive
0: race. Our guest on the program today is Cindy Caruso. She is a Republican candidate for Marion County Prosecutor. So we're getting caught up on a few things uh, as the primary uh, inches closer and closer. Uh, Cindy, uh, this week was obviously for twenty the, the unofficial weed holiday, which uh, brought up a whole lot of discussions about the legalization of marijuana, what the prosecutor is doing, why not prosecuting simple possession of marijuana has got to be something else. Uh, once again, uh, help our audience out here. What are your thoughts on marijuana legalization and how it should be handled from a prosecutor's perspective?
1: Well, you know, I'm glad you asked that question because uh, you and I talked about this on my very first day of announcing my candidacy. And I, I have to reiterate, as I've reiterated to every... Um, you know, constituent that I've had the opportunity to talk uh, to. I, I'm not looking to throw people in jail for minor offenses. I'll treat each individual case on a case by case basis, and I truly believe that it's not the prosecutor's job to make sweeping law changes. Um, it's to enforce the law. And as a prosecutor, as it relates to marijuana specifically, I'd evaluate every single case on an individual basis and apply a common sense approach when making those charging decisions. After all, that is why a prosecutor has prosecutorial discretion. But I will not make decisions to categorically ignore certain laws because that's just simply not the job of the prosecutor.
0: Um, Also, uh, with that, uh, one thing that Mears has said is that by by not doing simple possession anymore. What they've done is they managed to free up uh, prosecutors for, for, for more serious crimes. They say the difference between the people we're mad at versus the people that we're, we're afraid of. Uh, any thoughts on that in particular, or once again, you're just basically take them case by case?
1: You know, it's interesting because as you said, some of the claims of not uh, not prosecuting simple possession of marijuana, the, the the supposed benefits was going to be to free up resources um, and to uh, to address you know the the number of cases and uh, to also uh, add resources uh, for law enforcement to then focus them on on violent crime, and the results. I have yet to see numbers that show those results. We have a 37,000 case backlog. Um, We have law enforcement officers who are, uh, you know, uh, uh, retiring in in record numbers. And we have record homicides in our uh, city for the last two years. The number of non-fatal shootings has tripled. If you look at the numbers over the past six years, the crime isn't going down. I, I have yet to see these purported um, benefits. So,
0: uh, I guess on the program today is Cindy Caruso. Cindy is the Republican candidate for Marion County Prosecutor. So, we're getting caught up on a few items and a few issues here in the city of Indianapolis. Uh, speaking of murder rates, Cindy, I want to say our murder rate is actually down f- from the last couple of years. Uh, but does that really say all that much? Because we had some record homicides the past couple of years in a row, uh, including, unfortunately, uh, that shooting at the FedEx Center.
1: Right. That's indeed right. And, you know, while while the numbers to date um, may be down, they're still higher, uh, higher than what any of us would like to uh, would like to see. And unfortunately, among those numbers, the number of juveniles uh, that have been uh, killed is, is high. And when you look at it, um, where we were in the last last two years, these are children. These are kids. Um, That's why I'm running for Prosecutor Abdul. I'm running because People in our city are dying And regardless of whether or not The uh, homicide numbers Are not necessarily trending um, As they were in the past Two years. The fact of the matter Is that every morning I wake up to a story uh, About a shooting that Has happened in our city or some Sort of violent crime that has happened Not just in one Particular area of the city but it is plaguing the entire county. Um, that's why I'm running.
0: Cindy Caruso, our guest on the program today. Cindy is a Republican candidate for the Marion County Prosecutor's race, so we're getting caught up on a few things uh, with her campaign and with her quest for the Office of County Prosecutor. Uh, Cindy, I know one of the things that has been talked about is uh, sort of our bail situation, and you're familiar with that as, as well as anybody is. Uh, what, would the, what would you do as prosecutor differently uh, that's being done you know, with our bail system, seeing how you know, the prosecutors can ask for a certain type of bail, but at the end of the day it's the judges who, uh, who uh, hand out what the bail is going to be, uh, if bail at all?
1: Absolutely, I think that's you know that's a very important area. Um, one of my uh, planks of my uh, campaign is is prevention, and I think that certainly ensuring that the deputy prosecutors that are working in the office are well equipped to be able to present a full accounting and a full story of every individual case for a judge, so that the judge can make an appropriate. Uh, set appropriate bail is absolutely critically important. And so that is one of the things that I would do. I believe that if the deputy prosecutors are are presenting a full history, um, that the uh, judge will then make sure that they assess bail appropriately and then in turn will hopefully prevent uh, those people that we shouldn't have out on the streets because of safety risks uh, will keep them keep them in, in jail where they they should be. And for those people that should not be waiting for their trial in jail, that we are appropriately setting bail and letting them um, wait for for trial, um, not sitting in jail.
0: Uh, speaking of which, I also want to ask you about the sort of the ankle bracelet home monitoring detention system, which in Marion County, in my opinion, is, is a is a mess. is just a just a giant mess. So to speak, uh, what would you do differently uh, with that ankle monitoring system? Because you got people who are, you know, for example, convicted of drug dealing, and they get an ankle monitor. Well, okay, well, I'll just sell drugs from home, which I would never fully understood.
1: Right. You know, um, I, I've learned a lot as I've uh, talked to different people throughout the co- uh, county in this race, and. One of the surprising statistics is that I've learned is the number of people that are on these ankle monitors. Again, I go back to this: is ankle monitors are not a substitute for doing the work of understanding which individuals need to be uh, in jail and which individuals need to uh, go to DOC and which individuals are appropriately um, put on 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 home monitoring. I think there's a opportunity to uh, look at each individual case and make sure that we're not using an ankle monitor as a substitute for some other form of accountability that more closely and accurately um, would match uh, the individual's needs.
0: Uh, Cindy, also, uh, in addition to, like I said, you know, uh, ankle monitoring with, with bail, uh, we have our issue of, of, of jail and possibly jail overcrowding, which, which is always a concern uh, here in Marion County, because you know, know the history that we've had with, with our jail overcrowding issues. Uh, what would you do differently uh, to keep our jail numbers you know, at, at, at a reasonable rate and also so the, the, so the county doesn't get in trouble with the courts again?
1: Well, you know that's that's a great um, that's a great point that you raise, Abdul. But I can tell you, um, you know, jail overcrowding absolutely is important um, to make sure that we are not in a position that we create some of the situations that we're trying to solve for our county. But you know, one what I can tell you is that I will not let repeat and violent offenders um, be on home detention because of my concern of potential jail overcrowding. I mean, you know, one of the most uh, illustrative examples of why I would not do that is last week, um, you know, there was a failure to hold a violent and repeat offender accountable that resulted in 10, um, 10 new robberies while this individual was was on home detention for four years four years so yes jail overcrowding is absolutely important but equally if not more important is ensuring that we keep our streets safe and that people who should not be uh, have the opportunity to commit repeat burglaries and robberies are out on our streets
0: Cindy Caruso with us for a few more minutes on the program today. She's a candidate for Marion County Prosecutor. Uh, Cindy, I want to circle back a little bit and talk about, uh, unfortunately, the, the tragic shooting we had at the FedEx facility uh, last year uh, about this time. Uh, there's been some questions about Indiana's red flag laws, whether, whether, the, whether the proper procedures were followed. Uh, what would you have done differently?
1: That is a, a very um, a very straightforward question, Abdul. I would have tried. I would have filed that case. I would, in fact, one of my other uh, planks of my um, campaign and under prevention is to dedicate at least one, if not more, resources of deputy prosecutors that are focused specifically and solely on red flag cases because I believe that is a preventative. Uh, tool that the prosecutor's office has to prevent a tragedy such as this, so as it relates to FedEx, I would have absolutely filed that case, and I would have uh let the uh, the uh, the judge know what history um this particular individual had uh regarding um his his uh his behavioral and uh, mental uh, situation. Um, it is not uh, an excuse to, to not file a case, And it is also not an excuse to, after a tragedy like this happens, to then go back to your office and start having a slew of filings of cases that had been sitting around the office for uh, months, if not years, in some of those cases. You dedicate a specific team to such an important area that can prevent crime and tragedies like what happened, unfortunately, in FedEx.
0: Uh, Cindy Caruso, with, with us for a few more minutes on the program today. Cindy, a uh, question for you: We talked a lot about prevention on the program, but it's more like prevention from from the from the from the prosecutor's perspective. It is, you know, like I said, you no know, uh, ankle monitoring. It is, it is a bail issue. It is a red flag issue. Uh, what do you have in mind to, to 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 help prevent young, particularly young people, from going on that road to crime in the first place?
1: You know, um, Abdul, I believe that every individual's uh, interaction with the criminal justice system is an opportunity for us, for the prosecutor, to set that person on a better path. I don't believe that giving people a path is um, is the way to go. I believe in accountability. But what's important is that accountability should and can look differently for individuals, because at the end of the day, that interaction with the criminal justice system is an opportunity for the prosecutor, for all of the folks in the criminal justice system to uh, do what they need to do to make that person's life better, which will then in turn make our community better. Yes, it's one life at a time, but every life is valuable.
0: So, Cindy, let me ask you, uh, so what's going up uh, in your campaign for the next couple of months before we hit the general election cycle?
1: We are incredibly busy um, scheduling um, events, meetings, talking to all kinds of people in Marion County, everyone from business owners to parents to students. To um, to government leaders, to uh, community leaders, to nonprofits. You know, one of the the highlights of this campaign has been meeting so many wonderful people in Marion County and the surrounding counties and throughout our state that have one goal in mind, Abdul, and that is to improve the lives of people and contribute in the way that they can to improve the criminal justice system. What we need is leadership to be able to um, put. All of those wonderful people who are dedicating their lives to improving others' lives um, in, in a more um, in a more uh, appropriate way.
0: All right. Well, our guest on the program today has been Marion County Republican Prosecutor Tanda Cindy Caruso, getting caught up on her campaign and some things she'd like to accomplish. Cindy, thank you very much for being with us. Always good to chat with you. My spider says we're we'll probably be talking a couple more times between now and November.
1: <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Abdul, thanks for having me on.